Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast, H-Cubed up in this bitch. My name is Koopa, and I'm not actually here with my man Chris today, but I'm here with my man Jay Mars, who is back again, and is going to help me do an album review for RTJ3, Run the Jewels 3. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Hey, we got audio. We got audio. We got audio. We no, got everything. So, <laughs> so this on, album... Man? It's actually pretty fucking sick. Yeah, it's awesome. It's to tell you the truth, it's not my favorite of their albums. I go RTJ two is probably R two J RTJ two RTJ one and then this one. But I you still go, like you go this, this one. third. Yes, I really. Still, yeah, I mean it's not like I hate it, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's it's a good fucking album. It's like picking the worst member in Wu Tang. Like it's exactly. kind of difficult. Like, exactly. Well, like, Capadon is at the bottom. <laughs> Cap's not, Cap's not a part of a Wu Tang though. That's true. You go, you got her Masticle, I think is probably like. Cheers up. We're actually we're actually sipping on bourbon here. Salud, uh, it's salud. Nice bullet. Salud, sir. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for coming, bro. So uh, as we stated in the last episode that we recorded, we actually did do a review for this album before, and I did it with uh, Chris and with my boy uh, Tyler. Uh, unfortunately, Tyler wasn't able to come back for the redo because uh, audio was lost. Some shit happened, but you know we can't. We overcame it, and here we are again doing the review. Oh yeah, and I, and I uh, I hope uh, no no Chris's Chris's part. We're gonna we're gonna get him in here right at some point. Well, he was not a fan of this album, and he didn't really have much to say about it because he stopped listening to it after like five tracks. Really? Yeah. Oh, he, he did not it. like the album. He dumped so, it. All right, fair enough. So, uh, actually, I think he may have listened to it all the way through, but like he was just like it was like not for him. All right, but, fair enough. Uh, so we'll go with this. I know he's gonna do a future album review for uh, Future Which one? and Hendrix. I'm about to say yeah, both, both. Uh, and he knows that I'm not a huge Future fan, so uh, he'll probably have one of his boys on there. Uh, well, to Future go and him. Design are the same people, right? No. <laughs> it sounds the same. Nice try, though. Thank you. <laughs> So, okay, RTJ3, um, it has, what is it, 15 tracks? I want to say 13. 14. It 14. Has 14 All right, we'll meet in the middle. Yes. And um, it is called, of course, Run the Jewels 3. The group is just Run the Jewels. I kind of love how they have the simple, like, album title. It's just literally the name of the group and then what album it is. Absolutely. I fucking, I dig the shit out of that. Because people come up with some dumbass names for albums, like mixtapes and stuff like that. Like I think I think like like you know like uh, people kind of go a little bit too much with it. They simplify it, but they also simplify it like in terms of like uh, their marketing as well. Like they don't uh, they give the album away for free. Yeah, they're not trying to charge you for it. They yep. they're gonna make their money on tours because they they anticipate that their album is gonna be you know, fire like it normally is. I mean, and then it, everyone's gonna come see the shows. Like myself, I'm a complete mark. Yeah, I wasn't able to actually go see the show when they were here in DC. I was very blown about that, but it's all good because I plan to catch them again in the future. And you will. Yeah, of course. Because they have, they have to. I mean, they have to tour. Like, because I mean, that's that's a majority. They actually, they just finished their uh, the last leg of their uh, North American tour, and now they're gonna uh, two days ago actually at Terminal Five in in New York. Oh wow! So now they're gonna they're gonna bump out they're and they're gonna start doing European yeah. stuff like that. So I'm sure like later on in the year, maybe like summertime ish, they'll probably be back on, and then like we gotta go. 
Yeah, definitely. Because it's 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 legitimately it's one of the best shows I've seen. Like, oh word, yeah, okay. absolutely. Like uh, in terms of, um, and I'm all about concerts. I love fucking live music. Just the ambiance of it, like, yeah. and, and the thing is, is like a lot of times, like especially with like hip hop shows, like you can be kind of let down. Like especially, yeah, big time. You go there and you're like, oh shit, like you know these guys, like this this doesn't sound anything like it. They have horrible stage presence. Yeah, these guys. They bring it every single time. And one time. thing it's is that amazing. I hate I hate a rapper that can't get on stage and like rock just with him and his partner or just him himself. Yeah. So it's like you have to have fifty five people stuff on the stage. Going yeah, on. Like yeah, what exactly. the hell is going on, bro? But I mean, if you got backup dancers, that's all well and good. I don't give a fuck about that. But like when you have fifty other niggas on the junk with you trying to everyone else, yeah, running and like doing their lyrics. Exactly. And, like, and, and the thing with them is like they work very well off of each other. They very very well do. They're one of the best groups to do it actually, probably since like the locks or the clips. Honestly, oh yeah, so I was about to say clips. Yeah. yeah, clips like they play obviously with brothers, but like I think these guys are kind of brothers too. I mean, like you yeah, know, like and they, they just they bump off each other. They they do it very well. Yeah. Um. For, for before we get like into the actual album review, for those that actually want to see Run the Jewels live. You can actually go on YouTube and there's a there's a concert that they have like which is not from uh from this whole tour that they just did but it's from the tour that they did for RGJ RTJ two there's okay. a tongue twister um <laughs> it's called uh Rock de Cien okay uh R O C K uh, space D E and then C N is uh is uh S I E N E it's a uh, it's a concert they did in France and we're talking like. They're doing this on like, uh, do you remember Live Aid yeah. from back in the day, like yeah, Queen? Huge, yeah, yeah, like they did it in Wembley Stadium, and mm-hmm. the whole place is packed. It was, it's kind of like that, and oh, it's wow. like a sea of people, and they just, it's phenomenal. And I've okay. seen, I saw a concert that they did on that tour when they did it in the North American leg. Yeah, it's the exact same concert except it's international. So if you actually okay. want to experience like Run the Jewels live, you can do it on YouTube. Okay, nice, nice. Which is pretty awesome. I actually saw a clip of them performing live at NPR. Really? Yeah, they were in the NPR building. They were literally like no behind kidding. someone's desk. They had their DJ with them. And it Track was just, stars, it was the just, man, yeah, yeah, they were just there by themselves rapping to the people at NPR. And, and it was one of the sickest things I've seen. And it was like so simple and shit. And one of the most impressive things is, is they also, they, they use a, an actual DJ that spins. It's yes. not a, you're, they're not using it's DJ not Trackstar, like actually spins records. He's not on like one of the automated. So he's uh, a real DJ. He's a DJ. <laughs> like he's, he's dealing with vinyl. He's like, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like a Q from juice. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right? All right. So let's get into it, man. All let's, right. Well, first, the first uh, track on the joint is called down and it features an artist called joy. Joy. Yeah. And um, this is actually like a, it's a relaxed beat. I would have kind of like, uh, I typically like when you hear album start reviews off, that we do, yeah, start off hard. We usually hard, do an yeah. album review. I like an album to kind of start off and get me in the mode for what I'm expecting for that train. It was a very subdued song, but at the same time, it was still good. I mean, lyrically, like you can't go wrong with either one of these guys. And I feel like being with Killer Mike has raised LP's M's like rhyme. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So like, I mean, he was he was okay before, but now he's just he's so much better. Hundred percent. And I honestly, I don't know if he's writing his own shit or if Mike's writing his shit. No, no, he's I'm, right. He's oh, right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm yeah. not trying to speculate out here. We know he used to rap ba- rap in the day. Uh, fucking uh, with um. Yeah, I know. His uh corporate. Uh, I mean, I have some of his his solo shit, yeah. and so I've heard him. But like, it wasn't until he was with Mike that he was really rhyming. 
like in my opinion like he was good but he wasn't like right now he's approaching great and then kind of like mike's kind of bringing it out of exactly but even i I think a lot in a lot of ways i mean i've listened a lot of like mike i mean i've listened to mike since i remember remember the the adidas joint back in the day when when he came out with like outcast and of course like dungeon family yeah when he first started coming out and uh you know he had a lot of uh ton of records and mixtapes that have come out since but i kind of feel like he's also kind of hit his stride as well in terms of um just uh not only like dealing with like social issues because you know uh, years ago like a lot of stuff he was rapping about was like you know fucking hustling and fucking like exactly. some trap shit exactly right? um but i mean but, it's, it, to me it's it's grown man rap it's like it is it's just it's, evo- it's yeah it's the evolution of him growing as a person to the things that were important to him when he was young versus to what's important to him now yeah and it's gonna it's, it's very difficult i mean you have to think about it like especially from like uh if you look at like a lot of rappers like it's very difficult to transition from when you when a lot of times when these when when rappers a lot of times what makes them famous is they start out they're talking about the things that they were doing in order to survive and, and it was kind of like a not necessarily a struggle but it's 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 rap that's based on dealing drugs and 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 a lot of time and and, and making money and doing it that yeah. way but a lot of times they don't uh once they there's only so long you can do that when you start making money to where like it, a lot of times rappers have a difficulty transitioning into a 50 cent uh, yeah, prime, prime case. Very true. Yeah. Um, he's done a very good job of it. Joy, you're very right. Uh, it starts out uh, very slow, but I think they're kind of just, they're warming you up. They're, they're, they're licking the fingers. They're, 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 they're getting you moist. At the, yeah. And at the same time, I feel like, it's it, the beat of it of the track kind of sounds familiar, like it's something from the '90s, but it's like an updated version of what something like what that something from the '90s would be right now. So it's just like LP taking like an older style but making it a little fresh for right now. Since because I mean like his his beats his the way that he does beats is so diverse. It's just it's crazy. It's a lot so, of mixture of a lot of things. It very, it very much is. So. And that's one thing that that is kind of good and kind of bad for me on this album. Like, what do you mean? What's like, the what's the bad part about it? There's there's just some tracks where I feel like it's just not like it's not it's not like it's not well done because it's well done. It's done by a master of the craft, but it's just not aesthetically pleasing to the ear in my opinion. Or it's kind of a dull beat and it's just kind of like okay, it's it's there. Like a good example is that um the one track where they're talking about like uh, losing a friend, like watching a friend die and shit like that. What's that joint called? Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Thursday, Thursday in a Danger Room. Yeah. Like I like that song, but at the same time, it's just kind of the 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 beat is kind of like, in my opinion, dulled, and it's just like, okay, after a while, you're still you're still not kind of banging to the beat. You're just kind of like, it becomes background noise, and you're just like listening to the, like just have it on almost in the background. Until, you know, it, to me, it just kind of was like a lacking beat compared to some of the other shit that's been on this album. I kind of felt like in the, like with Joy, like uh, one of my biggest like uh, issues with that song is um, when LP gets actually gets on the track, it kind of feels like he's a little bit behind. I don't know, like behind, like in, like in terms of like the way his his uh, his flow is like uh it just sounds like it, com- compared to the beat in terms of tempo, like it sounds like he's like uh, he's trying to catch up to the beat. Yeah, if that makes sense. I, I understand what you're saying. Um, it 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 doesn't sound. It it sounds like he was listening to something completely different when he first like hops on. Like, and that's like uh, that could be like extremely problematic, especially <laughs> you know. I mean, like when when you start out an album, I mean, you want that song to be like 
I mean, my RTJ two, for instance, like it starts out, you're just like, fuck, like yeah, Jeopardy, like yeah, you're like, no, it's like, incredible. And then it, it like it, but RTJ three, then it transitions, yeah, and then it moves on, and, and then it you does got go um, into much more heavy what, hitting beats, and it goes into a couple of beats that are just kind of dark, like they're just dark and almost menacing style beats or foreboding almost. Yeah, it can it can almost be like it can almost be used like a, like you know the 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 David Chappelle the fight riff. Yeah, true. You know, like uh, it, it it transitions into uh, into talk to me, yes. right? And and talk to me was actually the that was the first track that they released publicly uh, to everyone. That yeah. was like their like their little teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that song. No, that song is dope. <laughs> and it, it's like uh it has like a, it has like a lot of scratching in it as like a lot of uh in like live that's like you know that's tracks are again like you know working with like the turntables and like legitimate yeah scratching which yep. is like a lost art no one does it anymore and honestly the verbal dexterity from mike on this song is absolutely ridiculous from the the shit that he decides to talk about the subject matter like it's it's insane he goes it's this man is fucking talented let me just fucking tell you, like, it's, it's a it's a shame that he's just getting shine now because when he came out with Outcast back in the day, he just kind of got shelved because he was decided, like kind of in the background. He yeah, was a background he, guy. He was he was an artist that they were trying to push out, but it was at the same time, like right before when they started pushing him out was like months before they started to like kind of wind back themselves and not do anything. So it was like he was out there like right before Idlewild came out and then he was on the Idlewild soundtrack with them on a bunch of joint. And then it was just like, he dropped off the face of the earth and no one knew what happened to him. And it's like, and he, as he explains it, uh, you know, you had someone major who was pushing you. Then when they take a break, they're not doing nothing and they're not pushing you no more. Well, you know, you know, that's like, you know, the dungeon family, like the story with that, there's actually two dungeon families. Like there's the old school dungeon family and the new school dungeon family. Oh wow! You know, new school dungeon family actually consisted of future. Future was future is a part of the new school dungeon family. Wow. I know you're looking at me. There you go. There, there's a little something for you, fellas. Okay. Or ladies. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have probably uh, <laughs> genderized that, but if that's even a word. Um, but uh, yeah, future is a part of the new dungeon family. Killer Mike was a part of the old dungeon family, and you're right. They actually they kind of like he kind of got phased out and kind of lost like in the shuffle. Of yeah. It's like it's like it's like if if uh, if dungeon family was a stack of papers, like yeah. like, like <laughs> Killer Mike kind of got like pushed to the bottom. Yeah, like, exactly. And like even he had like the hit like he had that hit like song the the Adidas song like yep. I mean that was off of like his first album that like, that album smashed like it was like it was a it was a fucking phenomenal album. And they, uh, we allowed to curse on here. We allowed yeah. to curse, right? All right, cool. Yeah, all, all, all my folks in, uh, in in the Bay Area. Um, um, but uh, but no, the uh, his first album was was fucking. It was tremendous, and 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 he kind of got lost in the shuffle. Like to me, like Killer Mike, like like uh, aside from his like his solo uh album was uh one of the my main things I remember from was the, was the the Love Below Speaker Box album, uh, Speaker Box specifically. Yeah. Uh, when he, he, he did, uh, he did that, oh, I forgot what, what the, God, I forgot what the track's called. I want to say Cujo Goody was on it too, but yeah, it's like just hard hitting. Like he's just like, his, his voice is so powerful mm-hmm. with talk to me. Talk to me is, uh, it, it incorporated not only like a lot of like the old school, like the, the, the scratching and, and a lot of the, uh, like you said, like, um, a lot of like deep, deep, deep introspective rap. Yes. Um, it kind of reminds me in terms of like the way he raps, it kind of reminds me of, uh, do you remember from RTJ to, uh, crown? Yes. 
it reminds me of that. Like talking about some very deep stuff. Yes. And mm -hmm. it, like I was, I was kind of when listening to the album. And obviously, we're we're gonna keep going track by track. But like when listening to the album, I was very surprised that they decided to do that, like to to release that track first because it's not necessarily the most appealing in terms of like commercial game. Like it's not the the one that's like oh shit, like that's like a a, a banger. But I mean, that's kind of the RTJ brand. But that's exactly <laughs> what they do. You're absolutely right. Like that's what they do. Like it doesn't because you know what? It's kind of like they're setting you up. Yeah. Like it's like you know what? Here's a little taste, like, but it's gonna it's gonna get a fucking ton better. I'm telling you, because that album RTJ two just took twists and turns you weren't expecting when you first listened to it, man. Bop, but, but, well, after Jeopardy and uh, we're not going to RTJ two, but I mean, like after after Jeopardy first song and it starts going to the blockbuster night, like mm -hmm. it's just like, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, and you're just like, oh my god, like you're like, and and that's why this album is not as good because there, I, I, there's not a lot of tracks on this. Love this album. But not a lot of tracks like they that. They actually hit, like, like RTJ and you're like, yeah, fuck, like you exactly. know, like, man. Okay, all right. So, so the third, uh, third track is called uh, yeah, Legend, Legend has, has it. it. Yeah. And honestly, this is another one of those tracks where they just go back and back, back and forth so fantastically on their rhyme scheme. Um, I mean, like, like I said before, they're they're very reminiscent of the locks and of the clips and the way that they just rhyme off of each other. And it's not even like. They go like they don't have a specific way that they do it. Like they'll say like one will say one word, then the other one will say half a verse, and then the other one will yeah. say like half a verse, and then the other one will just come. It's, it's it's insane the way they do it. Or if you want to simplify it, Biggie, give me the loot. He does it all by himself. True. <laughs> or true. DMX. Uh, what was it? The song that DMX did. Damien, yeah, yeah. Well, he's like where he's rapping against himself, which yep. he's, which he took from Biggie. Biggie's that was like Biggie's original like, shit, right? Yep, exactly. But like you're right, they 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 flow so well off of each other. They play off of each other so well. Exactly. Uh, that was actually the second song that they released off of the um off the album. That okay. was the uh, yeah, and like le I like Legend has it from a sense of I think it. Uh, sorry about that. Got to got to got to prevent the phone from 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 being uh, knuckleheadish. Oh, the lady. Don't have to um, that. I know, I know. I probably like edit that out. Yeah. Um, no, actually, don't. No, fuck it. Um, but uh, yeah, Legend has it like uh, Legend has it like uh, pretty much. That was the one that was like, that was the hit. Like that was the hit that they that they 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 tease you a little bit, mm -hmm. and then they they hit you with that, and you're like, oh shit! Like, all right, well, they're back. Like, Very this true. is amazing. Now, honestly, though, with this track, I can see why some hip hop fans might not like it. Uh, because of the way that the beat is, the beat is not your typical hip hop beat. It kind of is a little electronic. But me. is any of it? But huh? But is any of RTJ is like very like eclectic in that way? It, they are, they are. But I'm just saying, I can understand why some hip hop why it wouldn't not like, like this actually song. resonate yeah. with them. But then again, I can also see why some people who don't like hip hop necessarily would like this song or not into hip hop as much would like this. Got to get the white people involved. <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> only just white people, but you know. I mean, okay, I, I'm, as a white guy, I am pandering towards white people, and I think that that's 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 why we get involved. Do you really have to pander towards white people, though? I, I don't really. I, mean, <laughs> I am white. I don't know what I'm going to do. Absolutely unnecessary. Guys, mayonnaise. Oh Eat mayonnaise. God. Oh, my God. What? That's what white people... That's, that's pandering to white people. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Number four. Track number four. Tom Petty. <laughs> All right, <go> <laughs> this is actually one of my favorites. Called Ticketron. Yes. 
Live, 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 live from the garden. Yes. I, I love this shit. Now, that's from an old. That's from an old Tikachan commercial from the from yeah, from, from, from the the, 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 the late '80s and early '90s. Oh shit! Yeah, that's so old. was uh, before Ticketmaster. Yeah. Like back in like I remember you, Ticketron. You had to order that shit through on, phone on the phone, or you can go to like Macy's. And yeah, or you had to go to like a, to a to a, <laughs> you had to go to a, to a distributor. It was yeah. kind of like a like not a kiosk, but it was like a. It was like a, it's kind of like Western Union where remember, like you only can send money in Western Union at certain facilities. I remember you could go to the to the customer service desk of J.C. Penney's and buy tickets from not only Ticketron but Ticketmaster. <laughs> uh, hold on, no, is, this is J.C. Penney's at, at Francis Scott Key. No, this is Wheaton Mall. <laughs> Wheaton Plaza. Yes. Wheaton Plaza was it. Yes. Yo, right. Woodward and Lothrop. Oh my god. Shout we never outs. had that. Never had that. We had that at Lake Forest. I, I grew up in see, Tra- We Tra- fancy with a Macy's. Yeah. See, Trey Tra- <laughs> grew up in Wheaton. I, I grew up in uh, in Montgomery Village, so it's like not too far from Shit. each other, but like. Uh, yeah, we had. Uh, I think you could get them at Montgomery Ward too, because there used to be a Montgomery Ward in that mall. They used to, yeah, there used to. It, there certainly was one over in Wheaton Plaza. Mm-hmm. That's for damn sure. I think yeah. they actually turned that into the. Is that what the movie theater is now? No, Montgomery Ward is where Target was. It used to be because uh, Montgomery area. was on the front side. I remember it was on the front side where like the this is minutia to everyone that's listening. But no, like, well, y'all are just like what the fuck? Just get on with the goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, they should be they should be able to like hear where we're from. Fuck yeah, that. True, true. I mean, they hear enough of that when we fuck talk about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I like I like uh, I like uh, uh, call take a try. I think uh, it, it it like it kind of like invokes kind of an old school kind of a. Uh, Mm-hmm. feeling to it yeah and again the, it's like they, they they pick up on the beat like they're like they're running the only thing i don't like about it is that there it's kind of annoying is that they have this little like staccato synths playing in the background that are at like different levels like different sound pitches yeah and like those after a while kind of get annoying but that's the only thing of the song only bad thing i have to say about the song well that's not too bad yeah that's such a I bad. nitpick shit because I'm very well. No, no of course. Yeah, yeah, you're very. You're, you're, you have a good ear for music. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, like, and you, you you listen to it. I'm going to ask you a question. Yes. Have you listened to the album on uh, your he- on your studio headphones on your cans? Yes. Makes a lot of difference, like compared to like, and I find that with a lot of like Run the Jewels albums, mm-hmm. like when, when you listen to them like with studio cans. I find on, that with just about every type of music. That you're, I you're, to. Yeah, you. Oh, you know what the best? I is? don't like. I really don't like um, earbuds. I'll get I'll get off topic for a second, and we'll hop right back on <laughs> the best album to listen to. That if you want to hear like the differential in terms of actually like listening, like if you were listening to the car stereo, okay, compared to if you were listening to like with our studio cans that we have, uh-huh. uh, Kendrick Lamar. Good Kid, Mad City. Oh, okay. That album, when you listen to it, like actually with like like noise canceling like headphones, mm-hmm. fucking tremendous. Okay, you hear like you hear like sounds that you just didn't hear before. Like it's like, but that's amazing. Okay, um, you haven't reviewed that one, have you? Uh, we have not this because hasn't this we wasn't started, started this podcast yet. after that album came out. Can we do that? So. Can we just start like grading like retro albums. I mean, maybe. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, see how see how schedules are. All right, so folks, here's the thing. Uh, when 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 I'm here and like and Trey Trey and I are doing this, like Trey Trey is very much. Let's let's keep this on 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 the tracks. And Justin is. Just I wanna, like, Let's go and do this. All, I, let's do 150 different things. I want to be. <laughs> I want to. I want to be Superman on the track, and I. Do, I want to. I want to. Uh, that sounded really bad. Eh. I want to be like. Uh, I want to stop the train. I want to bump it over, maybe to another rail. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's not a bad thing. I, I mean, I'm pretty good at like derailing myself all the time. You so. are. I know. <laughs> I, I'm. I, I certainly. I'll. I'll do. A, I'll do a well for both of us. Anybody who listens to this podcast knows that me and Chris <laughs> like go off the rails all the time. 
But we've gotten good at bringing ourselves back, so we're bringing yes, it right Yes, where are we back. going? We got we got to go with, with Hey Kids. Hey Kids. Hey, Boom fucking Danny age. Brown. My man Danny Brown got on this shit. I hate Danny Brown. I love Danny Brown. I fucking hate Danny I Brown's love voice. Him. I hate everything about his voice. But you know what, though? Here's the thing. Have you heard, actually heard a Danny Brown album? Yes. Really? So mm-hmm. you know that Danny Brown doesn't rap like that every single time. Danny yeah, Brown doesn't rap makes, with that, that like... He still makes... Nah, 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 nah. He but he still makes annoying... He still, he still does a lot of annoying shit with his voice that makes me not want to Well, no. Him. A lot of his songs, like, you you could... If, if I were to say, just like with, with... If I were to say, all right, so all the commercial stuff that Danny Brown releases off of the same album, if I were to say, all right, listen to this, to a person that's never heard Danny Brown, doesn't know who Danny Brown is... And they're like, all right. And then I want to play another song from the same album that uh, that's not commercially released. Mm-hmm. He sounds completely different. And you're people will be gonna, like, that's two gonna, totally different. You're not gonna, and you're not gonna convince me at all. Absolutely, not at all. Oh God, you gotta listen to. Uh, oh, you gotta listen to old. I, that's the one I listen to. That just smashes. No, oh God, it's it. so good. It's good genius. It. Anyway. It's, so all right, beat, so we're the doing the old the we're doing that old album review the Good Kid Mad City shortly. Uh, shut it up. <laughs> <laughs> the beat of this fucking album of, really? of this track is actually fucking hard as fuck. Like I love everything about this song Boom. until Danny Brown. Why? Mouth. Why do you not like Danny Brown? I do Brown? not like the sound of his voice. Okay? Is it too high pitched? Like it's too scratchy. Like it. It's just like what about it? Rhyme in a normal voice. I hate people who rhyme in weird fucking voices. <laughs> that shit is fucking annoying to me. I'm, t- I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of like who else like uh, would be like along that same lines. Nicki like uh, uh, we're not doing. It. We're not. Oh, can we talk about that at the end? We gotta talk about that. At the end. Mm, yeah, we talk about that. We'll, we'll put that. Yeah, that'll that'll be like the that'll be the B reel. Um, but um, yeah, but yeah, uh, he does have kind of like a. He does have a. I'm trying to think like Pastor Troy. Right, like one yeah. of those guys like that, like, uh, so like a high pitched voice yeah, is kind of nah, like. I'm, I'm I completely understand like where I'm you're good. coming from, but like Danny Brown is like he's, I love him. I love Danny Brown. I I I call Danny Brown the modern day ODB. Yes. Hold your no, I won't. No, I won't. Tongue. And sir, and sir, we are about five feet apart right now. You can't touch me with your arms because you don't have long enough arms, sir. That doesn't matter worth I'm, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm snatching the weed pen. <laughs> Before, anyway, before I get it, before joint, I get it revoked, right? Before well, the lead of this joint is fucking sick as fuck, and actually, Mike rips the fuck out of this joint. Yeah. Like I don't know what was going on with him that day that he made this track. Mike but... said, "You a bitch, you a bitch, you a bitch," <laughs> <laughs> right? He was mad at somebody, but nah, this joint, this joint goes hard as fuck, and um, like I said, I just I. I love everything about this song except for Danny Brown. Like God. I literally will go past like whenever his voice starts. And really, song, you just dump it. That's it. Yep. Oh, I love it, man. Mm. It brings it. It brings a good mix, and like I kind of feel like they're like uh, they seem very like careful about what they're doing in terms of like the features that they bring on. They're not just they they they, they don't in, have a lot of features. Period. Well, they don't exactly. They don't have a lot of feature, features. I think they usually all. only have like one to two features. Thereabouts, uh, but they have like some weird stuff like R T Day Two. Like they had like Travis Barker playing drums, mm-hmm. but I mean like he wasn't in the song. But I yeah. mean like them. But you're right. Like they they kind of they go like the 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 Biggie route in terms <laughs> of like or or even the Nas route like or early yeah. of both of those. But like uh, without like features like in like. If you if you if you're on like one, usually they involve like a, a chick that, and we'll get to that later on. Um, like a a, a hip hop uh, a hip hop artist that's a female that will rap like kind of like uh, um, Gangsta Boo, Gangsta Boo like last album, and this album it's um 
uh, later on. We'll, we'll get to that. But um, typically, they don't bring other dudes on to do, like, aside from, like, Big Boy on their first album, like, mm-hmm. with Banana Clipper. Um, usually, they keep, or Zach De La Roca. Yeah. Uh, but they usually keep it. You're right. They and, and that's why I think, like, that's why I like the Danny Brown because it's a little, it's a, it's aside from like being, I mean, obviously I'm biased because I do enjoy Danny Brown, but I mean, like it, it, it definitely brings, um, kind of a different angle to it because it's not, uh, you got, you got the North, you got the Brooklyn with LP, you got the South, you got Atlanta with, with Mike. And then you have, they just bring in a little Detroit, little Midwest. And like, I, I, I dig it. I mean, it was. I mean, it's cool for the song, but I, I just, I really don't like Danny Brown, so that's my excuse. Like, whatever. Don't give a fuck. We're doing Danny Brown. Uh, we're doing the old. No, uh, we're not doing after none of this. that shit. You can do that on your own. I'm we're not gonna, listening to We're gonna do, to we're gonna do it together. Anymore. Next we're track number six is called "Stay Gold." And okay, okay, so okay, with "Stay Gold," like I, I love how they transition from "Boom Bye to, um, to "Stay Gold," and that's like part of LP. LP is like phenomenal in terms of uh the transitioning of beats mm-hmm. like and that's like again like the, like we both agree that the beats on this album are not as great as they have been in the past in terms of what a hip-hop head would like very much but with that he kind of corrects himself by having smooth transition like that uh right into the beat and like and and right into the song and then even even on this song like that noticed it, I've noticed it more so than other songs with with gold I've noticed that it transitions into it like phenomenally and transitions out to the next song phenomenally as mm-hmm. well what do you think about it um I mean I think the song is pretty cool uh, I think the hook is a little bit kind of whack I'm not a big fan overall it didn't like win uh, me uh, over uh, as uh, like uh, anywhere uh, it's, it's just a filler song it's very it's very elementary yeah, in terms exactly. of like especially the hook like I, I kind of feel like they could have done a little bit better kind of, yeah. it kind of feels lazy I guess mm-hmm. would, would you say like yes yeah. I mean it's, it, it's just not it's not what I was expecting from them and but I mean I mean the best thing about it was the fucking beat the beat was hard but it's just the rest of the song that goes with it it was just like it wasn't. It wasn't exactly a swing and a miss, but it wasn't your best effort. You didn't hit it. You didn't knock it out the park, but you know you made it to second base. I like. Uh, I like the 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 me and Mike. We, we just think like we can't stop high fiving. Like I like, <laughs> I like. I like that line. Like it's like hell yeah. Like it's like it's like it's smooth because like it shows like. And again, like if you see them live, like you'll see like they're just like. Uh, they're fucking hugging each other and like fucking like pushing off each other and like uh, in terms of like live like it's like very much like it's a cohesive thing like uh, it definitely and I can't stress this enough look at that shit on YouTube because like um, I think to me that makes the music a hell of a lot better like in terms of like them being able to play off each other so well even in a live atmosphere because anybody can edit music and, and make it sound like you're playing off each other well yeah um, I think in that in that song, like they they do a very good job of like uh, you can kind of you feel it. Very true. Um, so yeah, and that, and again that 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 transitions on that transitions on to the next. Uh, Don't get captured. I love this. I mean, I can't speak. This is like up. one of the first songs on the album that just had like the darker beat. Yeah, and the, and, yeah. and I love the fucking scratching on the chorus. Like that is yeah. just. More hip hop needs actual scratching in it. Like all these popcorn rappers want to be out here on all their like they come out on Vicious Jones, but like 
There's no real soul in it, John. Like not a real soul of hip hop. But I mean, they're not real hip hoppers, so I'm not really yeah. Uh, but like it, uh, but it does. It kind of, and that, that's the second one on the album that we talked about, where they actually like do some like real scratching, and they actually do the real scratching, like in, yeah. when when you're at the concert, which again is a lost art form. Very much so. People don't, man. Hey, anybody listening, you tell me the last time you've actually been to a, to a to a house party where people have actually been scratching True. records. Or shit. When was the last time you went to a live show? And there was an, actually a DJ who scratched in between sets. Not with the funny stuff. No, like with actual turntables yeah. and shit. It's, it's a been a long time. Art, man. I want to say the last time, well, I mean, you know, I saw Wale and I saw J. Cole both at um, the Fillmore in um, Silver Spring. And they both had DJs that scratched. Really? Yeah, but they were they were computers. Like they were computers with the digital joint. They were oh, actual turntables. Oh, see, turn it's tables. not the same the thing. Last, I want to say the last performance I saw where there was actually a DJ with turntables who scratched between every fucking set of artists was when I went to go see uh, Talib Kweli and Most Def, and they had Gene. I Gre- saw it. That was they that, had and Gene Gray. Gray and Mo- I saw and that Pharaoh and and, and, and Merce. No, it was Feral Munch. Mer- Mer- Merce was in uh, the one I saw at House of Blues. That was oh, in 2006. I, it was probably around the same time I saw them in the 930 Club. Yeah, I saw them at House of Blues in San Diego. Oh, I, I, saw, yeah. them, I saw them here in D.C. Phenomenal concert. That's actually, that's actually the only problem I have was is that uh, most deaf, aside from the uh, aside from the Black Star stuff they did with Talib, is that he did a lot of his Black Jack Johnson stuff. Yeah. He didn't do a lot of his, like, it's the same concert because it, it was Gene mm-hmm. Gray. It was Pharaoh Marsh. I remember it was Jean Grey's birthday when they came to DC. Oh, so was brought, it? She first of all, Jean Grey such she a slept on pajamas. fucking lyricist. Oh, oh my god! She performed in her pajamas and teddy bear slippers. Really? <laughs> yes. That's and, fucking badass. Because it was her birthday, she's like, "Fuck it, this is what yeah, I'm it. Born day, man. You whatever the fuck her, you want. They brought her out a cake. It's the only day you're not wrong, sir. Yep. There you go. Any day. And they brought her out this big ass cake before she was done, and then she put on a fucking good show. Really? And it was honestly the first time I had heard any of her music. That's funny. So that's, it made me go like download her shit. That's funny that that, that, uh, that you talk about. That was like that's like one of my like top five concerts like of all time. Easily. And you know we had we had in in San Diego at the House of Blues we had we had Merce showed up. Mm-hmm. You know Merce yeah. Merce is fucking and this is back this is pre Dreads Merce this is fucking like Merce three sixteen Merce like this is like some fucking like some serious like it's like a fucking phenomenal concert. Guess who made an and also guest appearance. Who? Sean Price and fucking Black Moon, oh. fucking fucking oh. Buckshot and uh, yeah, Buckshot and uh, Knife Wonder, and they did they did a they did a twenty five minute set. Uh, Black Moon did, and Sean P came on and did like a couple a couple songs with him. Okay, yeah, That's good to and hear. it was like and this was this was uh this was what's it called? This was uh the House of Blues, San Diego, same fucking concert. My only gripe about that concert, okay, great concert. My only gripe. Tali Kweli sounded a lot like DMX when he was on stage. And I think I think probably because it was the, the later leg of the tour mm-hmm. and his voice was kind of getting a little bit uh, gravelly. Mm-hmm. But he sounded like when he's like rapping, like it sounded like... Oh, they were phenomenal <clears throat> when I saw like, him. Like, uh, yeah, you must have saw him early on because right. like, it, 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 like it was gravelly. I was actually blessed to see them again when I went to Rock the Bells in New York City. We went to that was that was actually I think the last one I, that was, they did because the next year they Governor's actually scheduled Island. it and then they canceled, they canceled it because no they didn't sell sales. yeah they was because they had a bunch of shitty artists on the bill. But that you saw the one with like Nas was there, mm-hmm. Nas um, was there, Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill, yeah. Uh, we walked when we came on to the island. We came on in the middle of Jizz's performance, 
And then he's horrible. So we concert. got to watch. We got to watch him. He actually wasn't bad. And then um, we watched a couple of other small people on a smaller stage. And then um, the big stage started with um, Erica Badu. God. And but honestly, she's phenomenal Erica Badu puts on a fucking My hell God, of a she's show. phenomenal. If any listeners, if y'all ever get a chance to see Erica Badu, go see her. 100%. It'll give you a completely different view of and, her. And, and I, I piggyback on that. Even if it's in, in, a, in a, a fucking huge ass arena, honestly, I saw Erica Badu in a very intimate setting. Um, which I obviously would prefer, yeah. Uh, especially in terms of like acoustics and 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 stuff like that, and definitely. like like just the sound of it. Like it's 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 definitely a more intimate vibe. But I've seen her on a fucking on a on in a at a stadium, and she rocks that shit out too. Like I complete my no, god, Erica Badu is the shit. God though. damn, and she puts on a show. She does, and she doesn't fuck around. She she's not doing that uh that that bullshit Lauren Hill stuff that the Lauren Hill's doing now. God Yo. bless her. But I mean, like uh, I saw Lauren, I was late. actually saw Lauren Hill at that same concert, and she wasn't late. She was this actually, was this was early followed, Lauren Hill though. This she is like followed uh, Erica Badu. Is this uh is this uh the 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 misunder the the miseducation years like no, uh, like no. early two thousands? This is the same concert, the Governor's Island jump. Oh, what, she was she performed there. Really? Yeah, and it was everything was cool except for she definitely does speed up songs. Like she speeds the fuck up out of everything. What she's trying to get out of anything? I don't know, but she speeds everything up. It goes faster than it normally does, and she actually did bring out Praz and did some of the Fuji shit. Really? Yeah, that no was Wyclef, actually pretty though. dope. No Y Club. We were hoping Y Club would come, but yeah, yeah, it's like the Grasper. Yeah. I have a question for you. When you saw, you say you saw Wale, and Wale was the last one that you saw uh, had a, a DJ that spun like in between. Mm-hmm. What was your What was your overall feeling after seeing Wale? I liked Wale. I mean, I always live? liked Wale. How long was the set? Um, his set was probably about an hour and thirty, hour and forty five minutes. Really? Yeah, he did a good set. All right, because he did mixtape shit. He did. He had. Uh, this was like right after the Gifted came out, so he already had two uh, albums yeah, the, worth the of material. Mi- the mixtape about nothing, mixtapes. attention he had, like, deficit, three or four and all mixtapes, that jazz. And then yeah, and he did all his old joints, especially all the joints from from the DC area, like Nike boots and all that other shit. So I mean, like he hyped up the crowd. He got the crowd hyped as fuck. Yeah, and he put on a good fucking show. Him and J Cole both on stage by themselves. Never seen J Cole live. J. Cole's so sick. You know, he's coming to town. I don't like J. Cole. He's coming to town in August. Is he? Yeah. I won't be there. He's gonna be at he's gonna be at the Verizon <laughs> Center. Honestly, I don't think I'm gonna go see him at the Verizon Center just because I liked his his concert so much more in the small venue. You don't want to ruin it for yeah. it's like it's like it's like fucking on ecstasy. I know he's got a lot more music now, but at the same time, it's just like I just don't want to see let, him there. Let me ask you, what's the, what's the allure? Like, what's the allure behind J. Cole? I mean, I really, I mean, you and I. J. Cole is a fucking lyricist, but dog. but you like, and I, I share a lot of the him. same ideals in terms of music. Like you and I, that that's why we're doing what we're doing. Like in terms of like why you and I are on microphones now and talking about this, even though I'm not a. Uh, a mainstay on the podcast mm-hmm. uh, you and I like even back like you know years and years and years ago would always sit and we talk for for uh, just long periods of time about hip-hop music so we we share a lot of the same ideals and we're both extremely knowledgeable in it I just don't get it J. Cole for me is, is maybe I mean, it's, maybe it goes like over my head like, maybe it goes over my head I don't get it you don't like what you don't like but he's a fucking lyricist and he's one of the best people keep telling me but right I just now. don't get it I mean you have to listen to him to I, I do I do for sure I, mean, I, I get if you it don't, if you don't listen to him and you, if you listen to him and you don't get it then I can't explain it to you yeah no <laughs> <laughs> I really can't but I mean like I'm like you're my boy like I expect you to be able to like convey it like you're like the you're like like if, I mean uh, if you don't get past you're my Spanish buddy that brings me to like El Salvador El Salvador is fucking J. Cole if I tell you 
I like J. Cole because he's a vicious fucking lyricist. And that's you it, don't that's understand that. You get, all you I don't understand right, why you get, get. I don't understand why you can't get that. So I got to bring in another translator yeah, to help you're gonna, you're to help you understand to, exactly why I don't understand. This another way for me to answer this question because J. Cole is a fucking sick lyricist. He's one of the best lyricists that is uh, in the world right now. Yeah, he sits on a roof. So, but I mean. You, Hey, be angry if you want to be angry, but he's I'm tight. angry. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, you don't get it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I mean, that's awesome. I don't like a lot of shit that people, other people like, but you know, like I, I get why they like it. <laughs> I don't. Okay, well, hey, right. there you go. But uh, um, circling back so that we're on fucking all right. track. Yeah, exactly. We're doing, we're doing album review and now we're being derailed. Yes. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Jay Mars. Hey guys, hey, subscribe if you want to hear more of me. <laughs> you're plugging listening you're, 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 no, 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 no. I'm plugging your podcast. <laughs> but I think like listenership's probably going to go down. <laughs> stupid. Uh, All right. Next don't. track is track number eight. Yeah. Thieves Scared, uh, Scared the Ghost. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, this is another dark sounding track. Yeah. Very much so. It has like very uh, bass heavy synths. And um, the singer on this joint is probably like, or the, the subject matter that they're talking about goes perfectly along with how dark this track is yeah and it, and it um is is it's not boots is it no because it sounds a lot like boots. no i think it, it might be boots i don't no, think it boots is, is no, on it, next, yeah, boot, boots on next one for sure on 2100 but i mean like i i it's very uh boots sounding mm-hmm. the one have not, you done i'm not impressed with the way that this, this, whoever is singing on this yeah. i'm not really impressed with the way it works it's so dark it really is just weird it's kind of it's kind of like they hit like a like a like a dark intermission because the, la- the last song was like also dark like in 2100 it's yeah. also like very dark yeah. and then they like and then they kind of like you get three hard ass dark songs yeah, and, and then, and then, and then right they kind of bring it like, back up yeah. yeah exactly like it's like it's the intermission it's yeah. a dark intermission it's like uh you guys have had like jubilation now it's time to get dark for a couple minutes i will and then say we're gonna that, bump you back up to the good stuff i will say that a highlight of the speech of the joint was the speeches of the MLK, King yeah, the MLK, that they entered yeah. into that joint. Those were actually very dope. talking about the writing, the, yeah, the, and that's and like it worked, awesome. It worked perfectly with yeah. the subject matter which well, they were spe- talking about. Yeah, absolutely, so. and, and especially uh, I look at it like um, I compare it to uh, to early from from uh, from RTJ two early, which is the Boots song, which yeah. is they're talking about uh, the police brutality, they're talking about you know Killer Mike's verse is all about you know him getting arrested for having marijuana and being hauled away and yeah, beaten up in front of his like don't shoot family. me in front of my family yeah. and shit like that yeah. and like it's very dark like that but it's like a conscious like kind of conscious like rap yeah. and like but like it's kind of weird like now like actually like like I've listened to this album so many times but I've never actually like now like talking to you like I actually like realize like, oh, like shit, yeah. there's three consecutive extremely dark songs mm-hmm. we're, we're only two in and but I mean like it's you, like okay fuck. I'm gonna tell you this I'm gonna tell you all this this. Y'all, uh, when I got here, I was listening to the album. Yeah. And Jay was like, why the hell are you listening to the album? You ain't heard the album yet? I was like, no, but I'm now going to be reviewing it. So I listened it's to fresh. it to catch these little things yeah. that I normally wouldn't have in my head at this point in time. And that's how I was able to be like, yeah, this is a dark fucking song. And like, I was like, I was able to notice that on the next three songs, moving us right into the next dark song. And you know what? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm saying like it's uh, I'm only here because I I love this group. I'm 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 probably not gonna be brought back on, folks. So enjoy this. <laughs> Stop trying to make people feel sorry for you. God damn it! Just talk. I need a home. <laughs> the next song, number nine, twenty one hundred. Also dark, featuring boots. There's Very boots. Dark. Very dark, and it is a little too electronica for me. Like this beat. I like the build up though in the beginning of the song. The the. 
the build up and the I guess the crescendo and mm-hmm. then and then and it starts with like Mike rapping like kind of like uh, with the with like uh, with strings in the background. The, yeah. Dun, 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 then they dun, hit dun, the refrain and, where and, they and, have like, this guitar like, solo. And no, but but then it's like it's like uh, and then it's like a uh, fucking L like brother wake up with an eight up with a double finger with the fist and it's like it starts like building up. Mm-hmm. But I can see like where you get like like uh, the. The hook again, like that's. I think the hooks are the common theme in terms of uh, what are, where our disappointments lie in this yeah, album. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. And I will say that, but there, there's the guitar in the solo that happens in the middle of this song for like the refrain, and it's just so completely different from the rest of the beat that goes along. Yeah, because there's the piano. Solo, there's a lot of piano yeah, in the beat. And like, then the guitar solo comes in, and it's just like very light and airy, almost. I almost chili pepperish, in my opinion. You know what? That's a great analogy. That's a great analogy. <laughs> it just it sounds like analogy. something that you yeah, hear yeah, yeah. from them. It's um, kind of like uh like uh what's the uh what's the song they did with like with uh with the the Coneheads video when they're carnies the Chili Peppers. Oh God! I was thinking more along the lines of Stadium Arcadium, like the song Stadium Arcadium. Every every song on that album sounds the same. That's right. Sure. Californication, they all sound okay. the same. Okay. They all sound the same. Well, he's wrong, but that's okay. We're not talking Blood about Blood Sugar the Sex Magic. We're, we're gonna we're gonna review we're gonna review that next. We're not talking about the goddamn chili peppers. Uh, we got old, we got analogy, blood sugar sex magic, and we got Kendrick Lamar Good Kid Mad City. Yeah, Guys, he's right. He's not coming back. Subscribe <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> subscribe to the podcast, folks. Go ahead. Uh number ten, part uh Panther for like a Panther. Uh now this one. Basically, Mike and LP just go into like lyrical acrobatics for the entire fucking track. Yeah, like it's just ridiculous, like how well they just go back and forth and they're just back and forth. jumping up and down and the words yeah. that they use and the the sentence structure that they use and the style and everything about this track is fucking sick. Uh, it's probably simply one of the dopest cuts on this album, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, uh, one of my favorites, absolutely. I I, uh, I wonder though, like in um. If you actually look at the liners and you look at the, um, if you're like listening to the album or you're following the album, they, they in parentheses on the album they have miracle mix. So I wonder like if they were like what the rough the rough copy of that was like or what like if, if there is like another version of that out there. And the reason why I ask that is, uh, do you remember? Um, all right, so run the jewels too. You remember Blockbuster Night Part One, mm-hmm. right? Have you heard Blockbuster Night Part Two? No, I have. And it was very strange. It was on Apple Music. Okay. My lady and I were driving up to see my parents in West Virginia. And I'm like, throw on RTJ2. And she throws it on and we're listening to songs and all familiar songs. And all of a sudden the song comes on. And I'm like, all right, what what are we doing here? Like, what why, what song is this? I've never heard this song. Bach, Western Night, Part 2. Uh, part 2, which wasn't released on the actual LP. Mm-hmm. I really wonder... If there's another version of this song, that's a little bit different because that's typically what they do. Because this is the 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 miracle mix, quote unquote. I wonder if there's an actual a different version of it because LP has a tendency to kind of put these, you know, kind of like a meow. You, you heard meow the jewels. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard it, but I've heard Let's it. Let's not review that album. I'm not against reviewing that album, folks. That is obnoxious and horrible. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> as, as obnoxious and horrible as I am. I need more bourbon. Um, all right. Number, track number 11. Uh, everybody stay calm. I love this. 
excuse me what bitches like it just start, <laughs> it starts out but it's also kind of like a darker like uh it's like a dark be almost easy. hypnotic beat from in my yeah, opinion. yeah like in the background they have the be easy. yeah and like in like it's smooth no nah, this this track definitely goes um I like uh, he he opens up a line like I thought want to say like is is LPs because this is an, another one where they're kind of going back and forth for like I don't it's not definitely not sixteen bars I eventually see like eight bars each and they're kind of going back and forth and there's no hook it's just like the hook is the beat easy like mm-hmm. it's like in in the beat and uh, LP opens up with one one of the like I think I want to say his third verse with the uh, Oompa Loompas. <laughs> like and that's like that's fucking badass, man. <laughs> LP's a fucking cat, like crazy cat dog. Oh, he is, hundred percent. All right, uh, the next track is. God, we're just rifling 12. through them now, aren't we? Oh man, yeah. I mean, I don't really have too much to say. Oh on mama, the, that's I, oh mama. Oh mama, man. excuse me. Oh mama. Uh, I didn't have enough time to write extensive notes on these. No, tracks, no worries. So. <laughs> I'm going my memory. I'm just actually just looking at my phone, um, looking at the tracks. Honestly, and I remember them. this is one of my least favorite tracks on this song. I'd say this is this, album, is this is this is the this is of uh, this album. This is 21 questions. Yeah, I could definitely get that. It's the that. one that's not. I'm sorry for the reference, folks. This is the 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 kind of getting back to it, like the worst of the. the best like i mean i love her on the jewels but this song was kind of whack yeah this song was pretty whack i i once i heard it i was like okay i'm i can do without this song like yeah i'll probably skip this song every time it comes I, I, yeah me too like, i say kind of same thing i'm kind of like i mean i'll i'll if i'm in the shower like and i have wet hands like i can't obviously yeah bump out and like skip it i would take just, the like, time i'll speed to up my shower to dry up my hand and like reach out and or just yeah to. speed up your shower <laughs> But yeah, there's really not not much to really offer. Yeah, at all. Um, so, the hook the hook is extremely lazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't. It's kind of weird. I don't. I don't really know why they really the beat's not great. That. The lyrics aren't great. There's not really much anything. Yeah, and it's like it's like they both like do like you know yeah Mike in the background kind of doing his thing to like what they do like the repeat rap. So it's like you know like. LP spitting a burst, uh, spitting like you know he, he's rapping, and then you got Mike in the background mimicking every rap that he does, and it's just kind of like it's a mimicky, and it's just yeah. like annoying. It's just I don't know, man. I agree with you. This this is like a track where he's like, like what are you doing? Yeah. All right, now see now now that we're breaking it down a little bit more thoroughly, I can I can see definitely now how like this is probably it's called RGJ three for a reason. It's the third. <laughs> it's the third in order. I 100% agreed. Yeah, definitely. Now, now, now that we're actually breaking it down. Yep. Uh, the next song, number 13, Thursday in the Danger Room. I love this song. Now, the fact that they named it the Danger Room holds a special place in my heart because the Danger Jody Room. Jodie Foster fan? No. The Danger oh, Room is room. where the X-Men train. Really? <laughs> yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> that is what they call their right. big ass room that makes holographic projections All right. this, and shit. This is not a uh, a visual medium, folks. Obviously, my man is wearing an X Men shirt. I sure am. He's, and that's uh, it's actually old school X Men too. Yep, X Men Blue Team: uh, Cyclops, Gambit, Beast, Wolverine, Rogue, Psylocke. Classic team. Love this club. Love this shirt. He does not like comic books. All right, so what'd you like about the song? <laughs> um, it was kind of a sad song. It's always good to listen to like those little sad retrospective songs, where you know he was talking about like having to watch his friend die and not really being able to do much about it except for trying to keep his spirits up and shit like yeah. that. 
And I mean, it's kind of depressing as, as shit. And the beat is kind of, uh, the, the beat is dope, but it kind of gets a little, to me, lost in the background. and just kind of becomes background noise after a while. Because because you're listening intently to the lyrics? Well, no, because I just don't, like, the beat is cool, but it's not something that just sticks out for me and makes me want to pump listening to like it. Mediocre? So, like, yeah, you listen to the lyrics, like, the first couple times you listen to the song, you're like, okay, cool. But then the song can become just background noise as, like, the album plays a yeah. shit you're not really paying attention to. Uh, even though it's a pretty dope song, I feel like that beat was just subpar for the track. Itself. Is that kind of, you think it kind of like takes away from like the rest of it? Yeah, honestly, yeah, I, mean, I, I can see if that. You're, if you're not, I mean, the beat is obviously one of the driving things that keeps your attention on the song. It, the lyrics then catch your like once your attention's on the song, then you hear the lyrics and you're like, oh fuck, okay. If the, if you can't keep your attention on the song. It's not good. If it's a song that like I'm just like, okay, this is boring as fuck. Let me turn it. Even if the song is great, but I can't keep my attention on it, what's there for it? And that's a very interesting like point you bring. And like and this kind of like shows like it, it kind of gives like uh it gives cadence to like to, to your actual to your to your ear. Mm-hmm. Like uh the fact that like there's a lot of people that's it's a very overlooked thing. Um you can actually get lost in a song and not have it have to do with the actual words but the fucking the, the beat exactly. if, if if the words are, are the fucking incredible type of music yeah if, if, the, if the beats in, if, if the beats fucking shitty like well even like all right but like it can kind of get lost like in the lyrics and i kind of think the lyrics overtook the actual beat mm-hmm. right yeah. i mean would you say that like the maybe they need to pair that up with something a little bit more powerful because the, the beat kind of gets you're listening to it and like you're listening to it in a flow in terms of what they're actually saying. But the words get lost in the mediocrity of the beat. Yeah, and the it. beat just kind of like, yeah, exactly. The beat kind of overtakes you. He's like, um, this is not really. Yeah, I don't like, want to kinda, sit here and listen it's to It's like this. a, uh, yeah, it just, it, it kind of kills it. Yeah. Like, uh, I love this. <laughs> All right. And the last track on this is called Report. To shareholders. This is my favorite. No, uh, and, and slash kill your masters. Kill your masters. Which is this is my favorite song on the whole album. Now, we're we 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 were discussing this earlier because we were listening to this shortly after I got here outside. And uh, I mean that was not not on not on not on and and uh, that wasn't a Zoom pertinent player. information. That was that wasn't exactly pertinent information. Don't know why you had to throw that in there. But, I had you know. to. Why not? <laughs> Just we random keep it for no reason. But yeah, uh, keep it organic. Um, the first part of this song. I dig the fucking beat. I dig the fucking lyrics. It's all dope. The very second part mellow. of the song, yeah, very mellow. Very let's, mellow. Let's break, let's break, let's break mellow, them down. Let's, still let's, update, let's, upbeat. let's break them down one by one. I mean, let's break because okay. it is two songs. Mm-hmm. So, like, and this is this is what the interesting part about the song is. It is a two part song. It's like a uh, you got your 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 your, uh, your first half, which is like very. Uh, very relaxed and then it and then it it uh it hits a break and like a honestly uh, this is not some hip-hop shit that you normally see like this honestly the last person the last artist i was seen are the last words mean things i'm sorry last artist i've seen to do something like this was frank ocean and it worked really well with Frank Ocean, Ooh, but that's uh, a completely style. Pyramids? No, it, it was something. Well, he did it with pyramids album. for sure. He did it with pyramids, yes. Yeah. And it pyramids like eight songs for, yeah, like exactly. together. <laughs> but he did it with something on his newer album, and we did a review on the Blonde, newer album. Yeah, yeah. And, I heard that. Um, that was actually a really good review. And it was it just worked so yeah. flawlessly. To me, this wasn't flawless like that because it was such an abrupt change. In, in the way that they the were fade rapping. Out, the fade-out, yeah, the main the house way that they were rapping, the way that the beat like, was and everything. And the beat comes back into this yeah. completely different beat. Now, to me, that's not a problem. Ooh, it's like but a- the blending of the two, going out of one and into the next one, it wasn't an easy transition. 
No. And you know what? The the second half of that, the the kill your masters half of that, which is that like heavy guitar riff that they like they fade up into. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was actually the first beat that LP made for this album. So like back in I want to say July or maybe June okay. of this past year on Instagram, he posted like he was like I got the first beat for RTJ three, and he like played like a a twenty second snip of it, and it, and it was the it was the intro that like the drop and like so that was like and then the so the very first beat from the album ends up being the, the last, last one right right and that's not like because like i was sitting there listening to the album because i mean i had to give it like i had to give it like the fair listen from start to finish i'm mm-hmm. not gonna jump around yeah plus i had no idea where that beat was even laid within the album you know mm-hmm. at that time aside from the three you know the legend has it the um 2100 and uh what were the the uh, the first one was? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, um, but um, I had no idea where that la- and it was the last fucking beat. And I I actually like you and I differ. I mean, we, we agree upon that that song is is a great song, but we differ on the ends of it. Now I like both ends, but I favor the back end of it. You favor the front end of yes. it. I like the back end because they incorporate Zach De La Roca again mm-hmm. from uh, Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit more aggressive, but I also love the the. It's like a it's like a m- m- uh, melodical uh, rap in the beginning. Like it's very like calm. Like it's like uh, yeah. Like it's like very like uh, kind of sets the uh, pace. See me, I'm kind of very the, calm. I'm kind of the the guy that likes. I, I prefer it when musicians go hard on the intro and go hard on the outro. Like that to me, that's how you do a good album because you got You got to end it on a, on a hard note. And I mean, it, it, but it depends on the type of musician if you are. If you're a fucking singer and you leave that that last ballad for that joint that you hit every fucking note in the fucking spectrum. Yes, that's the last song that's supposed to be on the album because it's the song that you put the most energy into. It's hard. You're, sing- you're singing the shit out of it, right? Le- leave them thinking about exactly. something. Exactly. You got to right? leave them with something that's going to like, damn, this joint, I cannot wait for the next joint coming. What's going on? What's going on? The end of this song did not, of Kill, what was it, Kill Your Masters? Kill Your Masters. Did not uh, do it for me. Really? It's a good song, but I just don't feel like you know it they've already. They, Maybe if this was the first part of the song, and then they ended it with uh, "report to your report your shareholders" or "report to your shareholders." Like you, you'd rather you prefer them mellow it out, like I know, when I, they're telling. I prefer them. I well, I I feel like uh, "report to your shareholders" isn't like a really mellow song. It's extremely mellow. I don't really think so. Maybe maybe I'm different. You you know they already they already uh and this is like something like in like folks like this is you're in for a treat here. You know they've already like they've already figured out the name of the next album. RTJ four. That's right. How'd you know? (laughs) Well, I wouldn't have guessed by recent. Do you know? Do you know? Have you been talking to the same people that I've been talking to? I mean, you know, I got a plug. You know people. (laughs) I know people. That's crazy. I got people. I got it in everywhere. Yeah. So like, folks. All right. You heard it here first. The next album is RTJ four. Wow, that's right. I know. Hey, hey folks, uh, clean your brain matter off of your uh, off of your listening devices. <laughs> and I just I, I, I blew your head open. <laughs> when are we gonna do? Uh, oh no, we got we got what were we gonna talk about at the end? At the end, I don't remember. Oh god damn it, we narcotics. There was something you said you were gonna. We did know we were, we're, gonna, we're gonna talking about currently operating from Smack City. All right, thanks guys uh, for listening. All right, that's our take on the RTJ3 album. 
I don't know what you guys think of it, so the best way to let us know is to get into contact with us. You can leave comments on the page, SoundCloud or, or iTunes. We are also on Stitcher. You guys know that. Uh, we're on Google Play. You guys know that. Uh, you can hit us up at uh, Podcast. That's H-C-U-B-E-D podcast, all spelled out on Instagram. Excuse me, on Twitter. On mm-hmm. Twitter. We're yep. not on Instagram yet. Anything you want to plug, sir? Uh, you can follow me at it's J Mars, I T S J M A R S. And I really appreciate you having me on tonight. This no is, problem, this is, Doug. this is fucking phenomenal. Thank you for coming. And I know on. we kind of really went off the rails a bit, but, uh, I really appreciate that, uh, that you've allowed me to do this. No problem. No problem at all. Again, I want to thank you guys for listening for everyone that is stateside and everyone that is around this big, beautiful ball of earth. Excellence. Thank you guys for listening and we will catch you later. Goodbye. Peace.